gently close your eyes and start the session with a prayer oh om sahana vavatu sahanau bunaktu sahaviryam karavavahai तेजस्वीनावदीतमस्तुमाशावहै शांति 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 आई होप यू हैव यू हैव लर्न दी द टेक्निक्स ऑफ हैंडलिंग योर ईगो एंड पॉसिबली रैडिकेटिंग योर ईगो दोज यू आर नॉट देयर मिस्ड आउट मे बी लिटिल बिट ऑफ ईगो इज लेफ्ट आउट otherwise it's okay today's topic is the use and abuse of power it's a wide topic that's the reason uh, it has uh, different connotations power has different connotations so we would discuss what is power why as humans we seem to either consciously or unconsciously gravitate to power either consciously or unconsciously what makes a then what makes a person powerful and then why people lose power and why people abuse power and finally what is real power so it's a very power packed session <laughs> so you need to be powerful enough to be receive it if you are too weak it's going to be difficult so what is power anybody what is power according to in relation to last week's subject can we say that power is a manifestation of superior ego power is a manifestation of superior ego i mean uh, superiority complex okay we think that i am the doer i alone exist okay and i can i can do anything power okay that is one aspect what he says is uh, with reference to last week's lecture where we discussed the the topic was let go of your ego so his reference is a person who has this ego and uh, have a notion of you know that i am the doer and i am i am the i alone exist, I alone exist. it is those who have not not attended last week uh, it's difficult but he in in simple words uh, he the according to prashant he says power seems to be derived for, through a superiority complex it is uh, that's one aspect huh? that, that is the one aspect one every kind of power power okay anyone else what is power how do, how do you define power so it's simply the ability to uh, uh, realize what you need realize if you have the ability to realize what you wish for what you wish for very near very near huh? power is freedom power is freedom and emancipation okay is in uh, it is right the power also gives you the ability to help others power also gives ability to help others right i mean all are right answers there's no wrong answers here you know how it is it is from their standpoint that's right in a from a superiority complex you know when you wield when you are have a position 
you are I mean, you could be a, a, I mean, a peon in a government office you still have power because to move the file from this table to another table you can't directly you know, it's the peon who who has the power to move so it is uh, in fact he may act as an officer so it is you you have to go and then you know kindly that file make sure that uh, the the next person has a look so it could be a superiority complex deriving you know, he could be earning uh, much lesser than what you are earning but you know, there is power due to position and position or money uh, position money status might give you power what was your answer sir in gautam ji Realize what you wish for, then I will say I have got. Correct. That also, in in general terms, whatever you wish for, if you are able to make it happen, you are a powerful person. Good or bad? Good or bad? That that is again a power. I mean, uh, in broader terms, that could be termed as power. You know, whatever you wish for, if you can make that happen, you are a very powerful person. And the power is what was according to you? For some people, power is the power to remember. Power it is to help others. <laughs> the capacity to be of service to others. You're right. That is also it has become power now. Capacity to help others of being service to others. An ability to follow what you believe. Interesting. Uh, that has become power now. You are a powerful person if you are able to follow what you actually believe in. Power is determination. Determination. I don't think I need to give a lecture. All of you guys know much better. It is unnecessarily I have to prepare and. In fact, uh, Courtney uh, has uh, this week or next week is coming up with the. the list of powerful indians and i asked her you know what are the criteria and in the in the course of the lecture i asked her to give us you know what, what criteria you desired who is a powerful person so she would explain to us if you if you don't find yourself in that list you know sorry in the top 50 or 100 so power the power as yes sir It's an inherent strength in a being which helps in achieving anything materially, emotionally, physically, intellectually, or even spiritually. Internal strength manifesting in external achievements. It is uh, power is a internal strength. If that's one of the actual definitions, it is an internal strength. which helps you which helps in experiencing external achievements the internal achievements only you would know i mean it is the power of it is uh, the real power when we discuss we will uh, we will i will explain further internal strength manifesting as external achievements a physical physical strength material well being emotional adequacy intellectual clarity and spiritual abundance if uh, 
if I mean, it is a product of your internal strength when i say internal strength your quality of your mind and your intellect the, the more purer your mind the more sharper your intellect in all aspects of life it's not just one we're not talking about intelligence in a field a sharper intellect and a, and a more pure mind would manifest as external achievements at the physical as a physical strength there is a dexterity in action feeling you are you are active and it manifests at the emotional at the level of the mind as as emotional adequacy when i see and at the level at the level of your intellect thinking the intellectual clarity and at the spiritual path as in as a sense of abundance spiritual abundance so if these aspects are there then you are a powerful person but in simple terms it's the ability to produce the results you desire most for yourself and for others it is it could be a it could be a, an entrepreneur or a or a politician or a or a head of a family you you have you have the ability to produce the results which you desire most in yourself and in people around you another aspect can say whoever has gained mastery over life is a powerful person that is what we discussed just now the internal strength another is somebody mentioned in you know, the uh, position or uh, possession of control authority or influence over others why do celebrities endorse a product now i don't know which celebrity uses the same shampoo they may have why do why do celebrities it could be a product or any aspect so they they seem to have they seem to wield that power and previously it was physical strength was considered as powerful then in the position was considered powerful but now if you if you observe an idea or a concept the knowledge is considered more powerful than anything else the whatsapp was just a idea maybe 5 years or 10 years ago and it's now it's a powerful tool for which is used by i guess uh, uh, i mean uh, students to the you know head of state it is, it is uh, therefore it could be whatsapp it could be social media the, the what could be power in the present term would be an idea an idea coupled with action not merely an idea see they, they, there are people who have great ideas how many manifest into action therefore power could be actual power is a brilliant idea coupled with action coupled with uh, implementation so that is the next power that is if you have the idea and if you have the ways to implement it and there are people who are very confident there are money does come in there are investors venture capitalists or angel investors which didn't exist maybe 20 30 years ago or it existed in in minuscule ways but you could be a very powerful person you don't need to be in a position to have it it is uh, or you don't need to be a, a graduate of a, 
an Ivy League college, you could be a dropout and still be very successful, like the Facebook idea. So, in the present terms, a great idea with the with the potential of implementation becomes a powerful. He's a powerful person. Now, why human beings gravitate to power? That's this is actually a spiritual question. Even a person in a in a shop floor level of an organization or in the or in the helm of affairs or a homemaker, everyone seems to gravitate to power. They want some aspect of power in their life. And if you observe, the reason being our original nature is a state of complete self-sufficiency. It is, we come from a state of absolute power. And since our original state is that, in we are not yet reached that state. Various ways you seem to function, you seem to gravitate to it. Unconsciously, most people and some of these spiritual masters, you know, consciously they ventured into that path. Consciously. Because they understood enough, there is no power as such in the world. And through their spiritual journey, they were able to access that power which ultimately resides within them. So, the reason being, we are, you, that's why I say you could be a homemaker, but you say, look here, kitchen is my territory, you don't enter. And, uh, or something, it is, uh, in, uh, there's always a sense of power we, we want to yield, we want to gravitate to. So, and it will continue till the last day of your life. You could be the head of state for two terms, you know. Fortunately, in the United States, there is only two terms. If there was a possibility of a third, third term, I guess uh, Obama will still try that. No. Or you know, if uh, Trump comes once again, he may, if it's only two terms. But you know, in India, Jyoti Basu was, uh, was a chief minister for over 20 years in West Bengal. You know, they literally had to push him out. You know, when he was 90, they told him, look here, it's, it's too old. But still, you know, he said, I can... I mean, over 25 years, Chimareji uh, was the chief minister. So, the need and necessity to gravitate to power. It is, the, because of our original nature is all full, it's, it's total self-sufficiency. And we will gravitate to it. See, only those who are able to handle their ego very well, such people who understood the spiritual intricacies of life, they were able to handle the desire for power. See this, or they had the right value for power. Therefore, they never became victim, or they were never power mongers as such. So, or see, I am putting it in a positive way. The other is those who are depressed, who have no enthusiasm, who don't look forward to life. Such people also seem to, you know, let go of their need for power. So there is an inherent desire in us. And it will continue till you hit the state of what they call a self-realization or God-realization. And that, that would be there. Because that you have, that is the original, when I say power, it's not a position. It is, during the course of lecture, I'll explain what that real power is. So, till such time we reach there, there is a gravitation towards that. One way or the other. It could be, look at, this is my cupboard. Don't mess around with my cupboard. It could be that or some sort of a thing. There's always a sense of power. 
it is it is uh, therefore we we cannot escape it you can we can only manage it in the way it's possible now what makes a person powerful anybody what makes a person powerful i hope you're all powerful people what makes a person powerful when someone is not too dependent on anything or anyone right right not dependent well, but you know it's see yes sir when people look up to you look up to you that becomes a source of power source of power okay but my question is what makes people look up to you or what makes a person not dependent which makes them if you think that's what makes a person powerful what is the cause which has gone into it see it is you go back to the same the definition is the ability to achieve whatever what is that ability You know, it's easy to internal internal strength. What is and how do you derive that internal strength? See, what makes a person powerful? Either in the general terms and in spiritual terms. Knowledge. Knowledge. That's the answer for everything, sir. Knowledge is the answer. You know, for the right or problem is what's what's the reason of the problem? Ignorance. Ignorance and knowledge can go for you know to answer any question, and you can never go wrong with it. What is the knowledge? Or in simple terms, you take. an entrepreneur or a politician or a or a or a professional you see them very powerful or you see them you see them successful and you attribute that such people are powerful or you know what 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 are the attributes for such a person to become powerful they know what they want clearly they know what they want clearly okay very near see there are five or six aspects to it one is they all these people portrayed a passion for excellence they 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 had a they portrayed a, a innate interest to pursue their passion and excel in their passion you always find them they is it could be a musician they found the music could be uh being a opera singer was their passion and from early age they they took up to that passion and they're focused on that passion to to so that they can excel in that passion so first aspect is that it is passion and excellence it is a mind frame set mind frame it is see therefore the the if you if you try and source it there has to be a passion and everyone has that but how many how, how many of us have identified it is a question in as i don't think i will i have not yet i not i don't know what my passion is which means you have not yet spent enough time and effort on it if you if you spend enough time enough effort and you know you are uncomfortable till such time you find your passion yes you had something there yes i'm just thinking sometimes you don't really know what you want but then you become clear i mean for instance of gandhi he was a very powerful man but probably didn't start with this very clear idea but circumstances uh, allowed him to In, right see he did start with a clear idea he was a barrister at law but when he got into the struggle for freedom what how he has to approach it he was very clear i mean if you study him in a further there was no see he didn't deviate oh i let me try this one again maybe another avenue another he never deviated he was extremely clear the passion his passion was to you know we cannot be a dominated nation again 
It is, so that was his passion. And he says, we have to be a free India. And you know, in fact, uh, excellence is what you know what he understood i will get into it you know he had those what we call as standpoints you know, or uh, uh, what makes them what they are so number one is identifying the passion and excelling in the passion will always find next <coughs> high energy levels high energy levels the, the same you know if you take the example of gandhi the salt march which happened and i won't i have not seen gandhi ji on the salt march only in the movies i have seen the way mahatma gandhi the salt march it is a, it's an agitation against the britishers and the way he would walk you know the, the, the he he is not usain bolt but the kind of energy levels they had you know, you'll always find if you if a person appears powerful and they have high energy levels high when i say high, and where does that high energy level comes not merely from exercises it comes from a great initiative it comes from a great initiative it is uh, I, i was about to add for first 20 years of the freedom struggle there was no results mahatma gandhi experienced almost zero results but you know, where does that energy level comes from he understood ahimsa the non violence and truth is is the cornerstone of his uh, of his fight and uh, you know he that creates high energy levels it's uh, you know you find all the great leaders high energy levels it could be india right now modi the amount of uh, rallies he will do in 20 days 30 days some uh, 100 ra- 100 political meet rallies he would have or in uh, you look into the the ruler here almost on every day there is some sort of a meet in a uh, in a project announced there's high energy levels then they're not saying look here i'm 60 plus i don't think you know, slowly i need to reduce it now now my guru is 90 years old and he still travels and those who are met him last year or he will be meet again this year he still he travels all over the world conducting lectures and he still conducts the lectures at the academy 90 years old where does the energy come from i mean they portray high energy levels when i say energy levels your internal that initiative you have you're fired by an ideal and that gives that energy levels so i'm not saying they you know, they should they part with participate in a marathon not that kind of energy level so they portray that in they are willing they are most receptive to life because that comes from their uh, their dedication to their higher ideal it's incredible energy levels incredible you know they would have traveled overseas and would arrive and next day morning you'll see him at 4:30 at the prayer and you know he'll continue with his writing on a daily basis uh, that energy levels incredible so a powerful person is one who has this desire to pursue their passion and excel in the passion and second high energy levels high energy levels so if you the this is a catch if your energy levels are depleting or you you don't find any further enthusiasm or motivation 
that is a i mean it means you are your thought process is intercepted by some other desire and that desire has taken over and over a period of time you would lose whatever power you are generating it is uh, so you got to be watchful the next is mastery in communication they are great communicators great communicators it is, it is uh, the and the way mahatma gandhi or nelson mandela or you know even uh, the ruler here they seem they, they they seem to be great communicators some way or the other see i'm not talking about a, a you know a fiery speech here it is uh, they speak from their heart and when you speak from your heart and when you're genuine in your thoughts and in your speech you communicate far better you may even make mistakes in language it doesn't matter when you speak from your heart and that's that's why i always say you no know, you don't speak to impress others you are there to either express your understanding convey the message to your best in that way you know when you speak from your heart and you are genuine in conveying it will strike a chord great communicators either you know, it is uh, some of the poets if you observe it is great communicators it is uh, those who are interested in poetry it is or in leaders and they they may speak less but you know they communicate in a very strong manner there was a great saint by name swami vekananda and he was supposed to be a, one of the one of the great communicators and you know, the way he would stand and talk itself is different their body language it's not to you know it's not to gain a control See, when you are when you when you are convinced with what you are going to convey where is the fear you are so convinced you know what you are conveying is is something beneficial to one and all and it will benefit eternity it is not just now you happen to be those people happen to be there but it that message will inspire eternity the kind of a confidence their their communication skill was so different so different i mean i said different it is very powerful very powerful if mother teresa wants to convey about uh, charity do you think she would uh, hesitate and you know, she would speak with a smile she will speak with a glow and in a few aspects of what her communication could be life changing for others for those who are uh, spiritually inclined i remember attending swami ji's lectures when 22 years ago it was uh, it looks like I, i felt he was talking to me even though it was over 1000 people there the kind of a, a message which he was conveying it was almost like one to one great communicators therefore you know if we in case you have to speak you, know, you should speak from your heart you may prepare you know, but there you know, it is from your heart genuine and you are genuine in your expression genuine in your expression and that strikes a chord it is uh, even as student if you are genuine and receptive you would learn far more than you can you bring in your ego in it or you're trying to understand i think what i read and this is right you are not here for another confirmation of your learning that's where the problem comes in 
if you are there for a confirmation of what you have what you have learned previously you know about uh, ego and then you attended you know, those three four points were not covered if that was covered it would have been much more complete then i am not saying it could be a, a valid reason but if you can you in a classroom can you set aside your intelligence and just observe you are a different seeker altogether you are a powerful seeker you know, a, a teacher could be very powerful but are you a powerful seeker powerful seeker is you refuse to get your ego involved in the transaction of knowledge you are just like a blot my guru used to say like a blotting paper you know you, you keep the pen it just you know the paper absorbs the ink it's like that if you are a, a powerful seeker you would set aside your preconceived notion you would set aside your ego you are you're blank at that time you're just receiving so mastery in communication mastery in learning or <laughs> one of the criteria of for a person to become successful is mastery in communication he, i'm not talking about only speech they a person could may not have spoken but their word their written words could be their communication the music could be their communication either or the the legacy they left behind could be their communication i am not just talking about people who uh, you know give great speeches it is a communicate you communicate in various ways in fact some of these great masters their life was their communication the way they lived their life was a communication how many of us have uh, met lord buddha how many of us you know if somebody tells you know, buddha was my neighbor i mean you have to be in a different place not here it is how many of us have known lord buddha personally but most of us seem to know personally because of the way he communicated through his messages a great saint by my name swami ramatirtha it's only through his lectures and his uh, somebody who has record who had uh, taken notes of his lectures and published and you read that the, the way he had communicated i don't want to listen to his lectures in case he has a very soft voice my whole you know, the built up will go away you know it is uh, great communicators they communicated through what they what they conveyed so one way you got to be a master in communication another another aspect is value based decision making if you are a powerful person you know what makes you powerful is value based decision making you are you don't make choices uh, you know this is my brother in law who is there so you know slightly different or you know i'm not saying you should help your families any any time and every time possible but you it is a value based decision making meaning your decisions arise from your your set values or the right and wrongs which you have decided in your life not from what is pleasure or pain what is like what you like or what you dislike value based decision making it makes you powerful you know i remember the uh, some of the sports people and the sportsmen uh, there was a the indian present indian cricket captain and he lost his father you know on the, that previous day next day there was a game of cricket he went to play that game i'm just i'm saying it is he could have said look here i am over overwhelmed with emotions i don't think i can uh, i can uh, play the game now but he had to play the game 
and he was that he was captaining his side he went and play he went ahead and played the game so value based decision making the this happened maybe seven eight years ago maybe much before that and that all these fine tuning makes a person powerful he is now the cap he is now the captain of the indian team so value based decision making then adherence to faith faith as an anchor see you are a powerful person when you put in all your efforts but you understand there is an entity way beyond me which which seems to be the controller so you have faith in that divine energy in that source so it is not that it's not your own efforts all the time that's why the god could be the creator or ana or the ordainer you are the co-author of your destiny therefore you do all that you can plus there is a, an element of faith there you know i have done all that i can you are able to surrender to that entity so it is without that you know you are you cannot term yourself as powerful because with surrender comes certain power so uh, faith as an anchor and finally adherence to standpoints adherence to standpoint meaning when i say standpoints this is a it how we, it's an intellectual pre decision you make based on your values the standpoints as such intellectual pre decision you make based on the value systems you have set in life it's like a simple uh, standpoint i will i will conquer the time between waking up and getting up a simple standpoint how many of us wake up at the at the stroke of the alarm there is a snooze button there is a gap between waking up and getting up how many of us how many of us get up when you have to wake up if you can you know it's like stand i mean it was in the ashram 4 4:00 is the uh, prayer bell which they ring and you know and in 5 minutes you got to be there at the at the prayer place if you wake up at 4:10 by the time you go the prayer is over so 4:00 you keep the alarm no it rings another 2 minutes waking up and getting up another 5 uh, minutes and all that it takes is i just have to change into a shorts and t-shirt and go it may take only then then maybe 2 minutes to walk up so the that gap between waking up and and getting up a simple stamp i'm just giving you an example so that it's up to you to develop what are your standpoints it is that if you can and those what makes a person powerful this is a pre decision you make based on your values 4 o'clock means 4 o'clock if irrespective of the other i would be punctual for my meetings for the lectures is a standpoint you take it is uh, so therefore it's a pre decision you have made based on your values which is the standpoint is what in major aspects of life i would be punctual i would be punctual i have never seen any of my gurus lecture starting late he would be there 40 minutes early it is uh, i the public lectures that they will be sitting quiet 
ஒன்னுவிஜுவல் <laughs> I mean, there are various standpoints. I just made a few of it. Either the standpoint is always my sense of values and it is sense of values is right only with the sense of proportion. That's my standpoint. See, my sense of values is right only with the sense of proportion, meaning I may, my sense of value is to wake up in the morning, spend some time for my study. But the sense of proportion, my neighbor... you know is not well and he has to be rushed to the hospital why say you know i can't be telling look here in the morning is my time i have my study time or my you can be very keen on yoga you know look here now why don't i come back from yoga and take you to the hospital But all that i'm saying is sense of value is right and the sense of value is valuable only with the sense of proportion at times if that's your standpoint you're okay otherwise you're going to be in trouble you know, at times the sense of value i should be i work is important but the sense of proportion self development is equally or more important every time i go for a lecture there is some work is given one way one time you can give and another time you given another time you given so sense of values is right or sense of values will be valuable only with the sense of proportion if that's the standpoint you take you are better off otherwise you will be giving in giving in and giving in and you you by the time you have missed out big time you will have missed out big time so you got to be cautious got to be cautious there was another there was another uh, standpoint as such this whenever it is a uh, it's taken from mark twain but i thought it suits perfectly whenever you find yourself in the side of majority I repeat whenever you find yourself in the side of majority it's time for you to pause reflect and contemplate whenever you are in the side of majority that's the time for you to pause reflect and contemplate think is it you could be following a herd instinct you could be following a herd instinct whenever you are in the side of a majority I mean I thought it was a brilliant idea there's some connect with mark twain and myself many of his words yesterday only i found it and a bishan showed me his mobile something i picked up he was showing me something in instagram you should join it's of course of course you know the one quote was there and i thought there's a fabulous uh, aspect whenever you find yourself in the side of majority that is the time you got to pause and think you could be following a herd instinct you could be following a herd instinct what a session you attended you know there were 3000 people how many of you think yeah. most people go as entertainment how many of you really think do you pause and think got to be cautious i am not saying don't please go with entertainment it's fine 
another standpoint the which the which my my guru used to take and which worked in incredibly well charity for charity sake a standpoint which he took you give you give if in case you want to share or donate for sake of charity not because by giving this it will be in memory of your of your mother or your father or your grandparents charity for the sake of charity a standpoint which he took and it made all the difference it made all the difference incredible standpoint that's why so you got to be in a way what are your standpoints so all these put together makes you a very powerful person that's when they say if you don't stand on the values and the, which is called the standpoints you will fall for anything and everything fall for anything and everything so you got to be, got to be watchful got to be very watchful so what these are general pointers there could be various other pointers but i'm just giving you general pointers one who pursues their passion and wants to excel in their passion then they portray high energy levels they are mastered in their communication value based decision making faith is their anchor for them and they adhere to their standpoints never do they falter on it. never do they falter it is uh, it's like uh, so these are some of those points some of those aspects which makes a pers- person very powerful now what makes a person lose and abuse power what first what makes a person lose power whatever power they had what makes them I mean, how does it drain away it happens when you subordinate or when you become a victim of your likes and dislikes and subordinate the goal to your likes and dislikes to your mind in simple terms subordinate the goal you have chosen to the dictates of your mind you lose the power you lose the power there is some great artist and becoming a victim to substance abuse and in the process they lose the power which was the talent which is it's no more available to them they literally sink and perish because they've allowed their likes and dislikes to take over and they've subordinated the goal their talent to their mind in that way you lose the power you have generated you literally lose the power got to be got to be this is one of the one of the fundamental reasons another reason is when you're when you develop a sense of complacency that's when your goals stop growing i mean that we have we have maintained this in our classroom if your life is not growing it's not that your life is not growing your goals are not growing you wanted to be you wanted to become a, a 20 million organization you become a 20 million organization and what about that that's it we are quite comfortable in being a 20 million organization now competition is taken over it has become 10 it is uh, therefore or in your life if you find you are not growing enough it means your goals are not growing you know if in see whatever it is i like to be a much better person than i was before i mean we saw on movie on the day i mentioned this in the class and the guy one one of the guys are the mentor asking hey how are you today much better than yesterday he says and another to which the mentor says that's a that's a good way to say it's not that you're much better than someone else 
இன்னை ஹவ் ஆர் யூ ஐம் மச் பெட்டர் தென் இஸ் டுடே இது இட்ஸ் நாட் பெட்டர் தென் அதர்ஸ் பெட்டர் தென் மச் பெட்டர் தென் எஸ்டே இமேஜின் டுமாரோ யூ மிஸ் ஐம் மச் பெட்டர் தென் எஸ்டே டே ஆஃப்டர் ஐம் மச் பெட்டர் தென் எஸ்டே ஃபைவ் டேஸ் யூஆர் இது இன் அ மந்த் இன் அ இயர் தட்ஸ் ஹவ் ஆர்டினரி ஆத்மாஸ் பிகம் மகாத்மாஸ் இது மோகன்தாஸ் கரம்சந்த் காந்தி வாஸ் நாட் சடன்லி ஒன் டே ஹி டிரான்ஸ்ஃபார்ம் டு மகாத்மா you know it is not a magic nelson mandela didn't become what he was what he he was overnight 27 years in the prison can you imagine if it is if that as if that's your standpoint i mean standpoint can be anything and can it's up to you standpoint is i'll make sure that i'm much better than yesterday that's it i'm not competing with others you know we discussed about that last week i am much better than yesterday this if and tomorrow when you say i am much better than yesterday maybe 5 6 days there is a change conscious change much better than yesterday what a life it is what a life it is and then the other way we lose our power is when you allow your ego when you allow your ego to make decisions that's when you lose power you allow your ego to make decisions why should i apologize why why can't he apologize to me why why should i i will not understand i will not say sorry you allow your ego to make choices you lose the power you lose the power whatever you have gathered when i say power you had a certain potency in that relationship you lose it you lose it the power doesn't mean a position here but there was a proximity there was a, a freedom there was a certain uh, compassion you lose that you lose that when you allow your ego to make your choices <laughs> it is incredible it are key relationships you allow your ego to make choices who are you with prashant and i can say that others how rude he is <laughs> you know if i say that if he comes and tells me sridharan ji why don't you do this way please huh? i know if you allow your ego to make choices he may give a, a very valid suggestion and i allow my ego to make choices <coughs> you lose the power when i say power i lose the proximity with prashant and as a result an avenue to raise myself is lost that's the power i lost sir there are various ways misuse of power misuse of power there are many self proclaimed spiritual so called spiritual masters calling themselves jagadguru sadguru i don't know what all they call and uh, it got to be cautious i mean uh, you learn maximum and uh, i have never seen my guru i call him guru but i have never seen him highlight as in his books it is a parthasarathi i have never seen him swami parthasarathi and there are so many people in the, and there is no portrait of him in any of his book except on the last page that also because you know of the other reasons he never took copyright also but the most masters 
there is a their portrait is the first in the book or you know that is the, how they do it either i'm not saying is use or misuse it is not developing a brand here you are you are being a service to community so abuse of power abuse of power it is in general terms and in specific terms abuse of power is the abject abuses we seem to have the we are born with what we call in the sanskrit call as purushartha purushartha is the capacity to make choices capacity to make choices and that capacity to make choice which is born along with you as a gift from birth is either not used or misused that's the biggest abuse of power you are, you are born with that power incredible power to make choices what choice you make is your is depends on your value system is your evolution but that potential to make choices is given to you and you can abuse that power you can abuse that power the right use of power is use the choice capacity to make choices to get to that state get or become one with that divinity to become one with that divinity that's a right use of power misuse of power is to just to make a mark for yourself just to make a mark for yourself you know even an animal seems to take care of a family and if you are there just to take care of yourself it's an abject abuse of the birthright birth birthday gift you've been provided with that purushartha the capacity to make choices if a four legged animal can take care of a family of four or five and you know, as human beings we are bestowed with one of the one of the greatest intelligence and we seem to just take care of ourselves abject misuse of power in simple terms you know others who who use their positions to serve their own needs in you know, the could be in a position of authority and use it to serve your own needs you know, there was a there was a quote which i read about misuse of power and i thought i should read that about abuse of power a school it goes this way a school principal who survived a nazi camp wrote a school principal who survived a nazi camp wrote i am a survivor of concentration camp my eyes saw what no person should witness my eyes saw which no person should witness gas chambers built by learned engineers children poisoned by educated physicians infants killed by trained nurses women and children shot and killed by college graduates so i am suspicious of education and power my request is help your students to be human your efforts must never produce learned monsters skilled psychopaths or educated maniacs reading writing spelling history arithmetic are imp- are important or important only if they serve to make our students more human i mean i thought when i read that you know the abuse abuse of our choice abuse of our intelligence reading writing spelling history mathematics are important only 
if they serve to make our students more humane in nature. <coughs> Abuse and misuse of power. Now what is, what is real power? What is real power? This is, this is what we should, we should learn and possibly imbibe. When you rise above a desire, that is when you gain power. If you have a desire and you've been a victim of the desire and the desire is manipulating you, left, right, center, it's manipulating you. Power is when you have risen above that desire. No more a victim of that desire. You got to visualize, you know, you have, you got to visualize you had a desire, which means there's a demand and supply. There's a demand, you have, you have, you have created a demand. And therefore, you are somehow you want the supply to happen to you. When you have, I'm giving you an, when you have a strong desire, visualize if you have risen about that desire in the presence of that object or a being, portray yourself. You will be a very strong person. Therefore, strength is not in possessing that object of desire. Rising above that desire itself is power. Is not that that's the reason a person could be materially rich, can wield a lot of possessions. He could be dependent on it. Now, why he couldn't come for the lecture? A car is given for servicing, or something. No, it is. Uh, it is uh, some reason. If you those who rise above a desire, you develop power in that desire. Courtney, can you give us the list what makes a, what makes, how did you arrive at the, the list of rich and famous, powerful? Well, the list that we did this week is actually the richest. Um, so it's probably more applicable to last week's topic. Okay. Because um, we do do the powerful list. Just, sorry to interrupt. Courtney is editor of Arabian Business. So you mean, uh, so it's a business magazine. Go ahead. Um, so this week we, we've done the richest, 50 richest Indians. Um, but what it's showing me is the amount of ego in people needing to make money because it, it is just flabbergasted me. Um, people, because we've been doing it every year for so long now, they all know that it's coming out and they all contact us leading up to it and say, I'm actually worth this now, and others have said you need to include my clients be a listing for their family so that they can have more wealth and they can go up the rankings to the number three instead of number 13 or whatever. And they will inflate their wealth so that they're above either another person that's in the same industry as them or another person from the same state within the year as them. For instance, last year, Ravi Pillai. Um, and I'm going to name Shaman because I think it's tremendous, but he um, came, he was like, I don't know, third or fourth on the list, which is damn good, but he put out a question where he's saying, I was number one of all the Keralites, as though that's what matters, not, not the fact that he had third or fourth on the list. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just been staggering to see people offering to pay, be involved, offering and getting accountants to sign off on very dodgy um, 
uh, investment uh, accounts that say I'm worth this, that, the other, and I've got this copy here, there, and whatever. And honestly, it's just, it's really, really amazing <laughs> how, how egotistical they are about money and being better than somebody else. Thank you. So, your, so your this is uh, based on the uh, personal wealth. Personal wealth. Yeah. So your analysis of the egoistic people? Your analysis of the egoistic people? Hey, all of us will be there. You very much the same. Egoistic people, you know. There are, to be fair, there are some who actually ask not to be included because um, they just don't have attention to it. And there are others who ask. For the figure to be brought down compared to what it was last year. Um, various reasons, some of reasons are tax as well from India. But um, yeah, it's 99% of the one to be higher than what they're doing well. And then massively facing the world. Thank you. You know, she was mentioning, uh, so I said you should uh, contribute because. The rich and powerful list of Indians, not the. <laughs> we do the powerful list as well, which we're doing next. Oh. You've given me more food for thought because typically it would be influence would be what that. And it is sometimes called the influential list rather than the powerful list. Right. But when you look at power from what, the way you described it, I think the list would have to be very different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you can find 100 people. <laughs> Thank you. Rising above a desire is power. Next, cherishing a relationship with that attitude of detached attachment is power. You could be in a relationship, but your thought process is a detached attachment, meaning in fact, any the, with, with your spouse, children, parents, a sense of a detached attachment. You are attached to them, but you are detached mentally. When I say mentally, it's, it's not a sense of indifference. You are with them, you adore them, but you, know, you don't impose on them. There is a certain sense of uh, detachment. It is, uh, there, it's not that... Uh, the moment a child is born, my son, it is that sense of attachment starts straight away. It is, uh, it's either there is a sense of the way Khalil Gibran puts across, you know, they, your children come through you, not from you. They have their own life. So that detached attachment, like an actor on stage, actor on stage plays the role of a, a king in the stage, in the movie, but he doesn't, after the play, after the role is over, he doesn't go back and act as if he is the king. You know, he plays the role of a king in a detached way. He, because he knows he is the actor playing that role. A detached attachment. And that is power. That is absolute power. In, in that way, you will cherish a relationship. You will relish that experience. Otherwise, you know, I love you because of various things you do to me. Now I don't love you because you stopped doing all that to me. There is no, there is no detached attachment. You became attached, that's it. Detached attachment is where you perform your obligations, but there is a sense of detachment from it.
the another avenue or real power is to have it and not use it to have it and not use it it is to when i said to have it in a, you may have you may have a power to you know take away a person or it, you may have to eliminate a person but you don't use your power for other aspects to have it and not be dependent on it it's when another example could be you may have a a, a beautiful uh, bentley in your porch but you don't mind taking a public transport you may have it but you're not dependent on it the other one is whenever you are selfless or whenever you become unselfish becoming unselfish is you are able to accommodate others interests selfless is it's just for the community and for all beings when you become selfless you seem to gather great power real power because there is no ego involved in it another aspect where you derive power is when you work becomes worship whatever your work is if you are able to convert into worship your workplace becomes a temple a place of worship and the work you perform becomes worship and that way you derive a great power how many of us can claim work to be worship you go to work because you have to service various bills you have to pay you know how many of us can can joyfully say when i go this going to work is uh, is it's like for me a visiting at place of worship when that attitude becomes work is worship there is enormous power you derive and it becomes it's a strange concept now because how many of us can claim that they don't they don't even know that it work can become worship i mean it needs an explanation but i'm not getting into it. that's the entire concept of karma yoga your capacity you do gain real power when when you develop this capa- or the capacity to let go enhances your potential to take up to higher values of life when you are when you are uh, when your capacity to of renunciation enhances when you are able to let go take up higher values of life when your potential of re- renunciation is far greater you seem to develop great power renunciation people generally think is giving up renunciation is taking up to higher things in life higher values of life so you are you derive great power through renunciation you are not giving up here anything you are taking up the higher aspects of life and all those people who took up the higher aspects of life you know the fact that they were able to rise above the lower desires they were very powerful extremely powerful you could be sitting with the most wealthiest person or the powerful so called politically powerful person and you can you may not feel intimidated it is not like a journalist sitting here no? you it is your capacity to let go renounce makes you very powerful and real power comes through love forgiveness real power it is those who, when i say love if you can love those whom you do whom those who don't love you that's power you know why you have risen above hatred yeah the fact that you're able to rise above hatred 
you are a powerful person so love whoever is an embodiment of love is an extremely powerful person why a person like mother teresa could be 5 feet 1 inch and a person can wield enormous power due to love she was an embodiment of love and she was able to be of service to anyone and everyone she came in contact with love is power forgiveness is power forgiveness is power you know there was a quote it says forgiveness is a right you let go of your right to hurt the person who has hurt you that's forgiveness they say forgiveness is your capa- is the capacity to let go of your right to hurt a person who has hurt you badly forgiveness is power that's why we often say christ was crucified but his words were father forgive them who is powerful here are those who nailed christ to the cross or christ was able to forgive those who nailed him to the cross who is more powerful here christ who portrayed this quality of forgiveness made him extremely powerful he never had any, he never had any arms and ammunition he never had a military uh, a base or uh, an army to protect enormously powerful one person being powerful forgiveness is power love is power rising above our desire is power letting go is power converting your work into worship is power being prepared for death is power not anticipating death you well prepared it's an inevitable experience i have to experience inevitable experience not just me anyone and everyone have to experience your preparedness to face death is power to an extent you know the way you would live your life divinity should and i think let, let him live another him or her another you know, few years it will be more more beneficial for people that's power being prepared it's not you anticipating you understand it's a inevitable experience i have to experience others have to experience you face it with grace and dignity that is enormous power enormous power where is that and it is you can't even it is you can't the thought of it is fearful thought of it is fearful therefore real power it is not merely possession of wealth or or having a position or wielding a certain status which is power, which denotes power it does denote power but there are many other things which may make you powerful and real power real power is internal external power helps you up to a point in fact it may make you very weak over a period of time powerless internal power the more and more you gain makes you extremely powerful and even a one person living that way you know impacts the entire society entire society so think about it i like to end the session with a quote by emerson where he talks about absolute power says to laugh and much to win the respect of intelligent people and affection of children to earn the appreciation of the honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends 
to appreciate beauty, to find the best in others, to leave the world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch, or a redeemed social condition. To know even one life has breathed easier because you have lived. This is to have succeeded and this is to have power. Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's incredible that to leave a world a bit better, whether by a healthy child, a garden patch or a redeemed social condition. To know even one life has breathed easier because you had lived. This is to have succeeded. This is to be powerful. And one person makes an impact. And in a classroom like that, each person makes an impact. It's a different society. And in that way, a generation gets molded. And in this, share, this power is shared. It's not, it's not one person centric. That power percolates. It inspires. It motivates. It enriches. It cherishes. It makes individuals better. It unites. Power should unite. Not, it should not make a society disintegrate. Power should unite. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful week ahead, a powerful week. Next week the topic is why good people suffer. Why good people suffer. You know, the most people have a notion they are good. Nobody is going to say, Basavaraj is not going to say, you have no idea how terrible I am. <laughs> Everyone thinks, you know, I am a very good person, but why I have to suffer? If you are a good person and if you are suffering, you will come over. Otherwise, you can party next Wednesday. Why good people suffer? <coughs> Thank you.